But a very sad morning. If you're a 3AW listener, you would no doubt uh, be aware of the work of Malcolm Stewart, a gentleman I first uh, met on the wireless back in 1979 when I started here and then uh, ended up doing breakfast for... Well, six years with Bruce Mansfield, where he was our regular correspondent. And then I was given the Tijuana and, of course, Ross and Russ up to this very point in time, I believe, was speaking to Malcolm Stewart every morning. And, of course, Tom Elliott on Drive of recent times. Sad news that Malcolm Stewart has passed away overnight. Uh, Gavin Gray, also a UK correspondent we use here on 3AW and a friend of Malcolm's joins us. Gavin, good morning to you. Good morning to you both. Uh, very sad morning for, for us here at 3AW, Gavin. Yeah, uh, Malcolm was a terrific, terrific journalist and a great friend as well. I knew him for uh, 30 years, um, but by the time I got to see him, he was already a very well-established journalist. He'd been working for the national newspapers here in the UK and then moved over to broadcast. He was an absolute encyclopedia of knowledge. He used to have an amazing recollection of dates and and people and names. And uh, he was just extraordinary like that. And for 51 years, he uh, was with you at 3AW. He loved doing his radio crosses. And, uh, uh, you know, he was always um, uh, looking out for good stories and things that might interest listeners in Melbourne. And in those early days, he was working right throughout the same network to uh, uh, work for radio stations in Sydney, Brisbane, Perth, Adelaide as well, um, and New Zealand. And he really, you know, he, he, he was the go-to person. What have been some of the uh, tributes that have come through uh, Britain, Gavin, for, for Malcolm? Well, as I speak to you, I only got to know the news because... Uh, uh, sadly, his uh, uh, widow, Valerie, texted me, and we are talking uh, very recent news. Um, and so a lot of my colleagues have been uh, uh, contacted, and now they're paying tribute to saying, you know, he, he was a bit of a legend, and, and that's a word that we overuse, isn't it? But but actually, for journalists he, in this country, he was a legend, and um, he, he was incredibly uh, generous with his time and spirit and uh, he was always a very good mentor as a, a, a journalist who'd been around the world for the national papers here. And there was hardly, you know, if you mentioned a world leader in the 80s, 70s, 80s and 90s, he, he seemed to interview most of them at one time or another and had the most amazing stories of how, of course, journalism have changed predominantly with the use of mobile phones. When Malcolm was um, uh, plying his trade right across the world working for national newspapers, Mobile phones obviously didn't exist, and he was he was very entertaining in stories about how he was trying to beat his his uh, rival newspaper journalists by trying to get to a a landline first in the middle of the <laughs> desert, or how he was trying to get to a telegram office. He he was very very entertaining stuff. Yeah, all all old school. The, the young ones, that you young ones, Emily. <laughs> Didn't have to live with like we're talking ticker tech mach uh, text machines and all all that sort of stuff. Uh, now, what were those machines called? The uh, teller. Oh, the gee. ticker tape. The ticker tape, tape machine. machines. Yeah, yeah the all rumble of, that. of the yeah. presses rolling when Absolutely. the papers went to print. And yeah. uh, I remember with Darren Hinch, uh, Gavin. In fact, it's uh, Darren's birthday yesterday. He turned eighty yesterday. Big uh, luncheon on for him today. So we met up with Malcolm over there, and we took him to the Scribes Club. Gavin, is that still in existence? Oh. 
Yes, I think it is. And, and you know, Mal, as, as, you know, Malcolm used to love his good lunches and uh, good wines. Yeah, and yeah. He used to really enjoy meeting up. Of course, went to Australia numerous times to meet uh, his uh, various sort of friends. Because, it, you know, being a radio journalist, an international one, is, a, is an unusual thing because you often you, you see pictures of people now. But, of course, in those old days as well, it probably had to get publicity photos sent over to, to work out how somebody looked because websites didn't exist in yeah. those early days. So he was very good at keeping in touch with people and uh, and going over to meet them. And I, I do still remember he had a loud, booming voice when he was on the radio. And I remember in a couple of times in newsrooms working away, and all of a sudden you'd hear Malcolm in full flow broadcasting <laughs> on his phones to uh, to other parts of the world with uh, some story or another that he'd sourced, and um, it's uh, it's just a such a tremendous loss. He's he was a great family man, as I said, leaving uh, his uh, his uh, widow Valerie and um, uh, an extended family that he kept in touch with. He was a, a prolific traveller in his days, but sadly after the pandemic, um, he uh, he just decided that long haul and then. Short haul really wasn't for him anymore. And so he continued traveling, but mostly just around the UK. Yeah, for sure. I think uh, he, he had a daughter I met over in, in London at some stage, a fetching young lass, Gavin, that uh, Malcolm had his, kept his eye firmly on when uh, he met up with, <laughs> with this rabble from Australia, if you know what I mean. Yeah, absolutely. A couple of daughters and uh, now yeah. a very extended family. Uh, he spent his retirement in a lovely city to the west of England called Bath. Um, and, uh, I, you know, he, he was always an avid watcher and listener of the news. I think that was always in his blood. And he, um, he had some amazing experiences when he was working for the national papers. And, you know, I clearly remember saying something to him about the uh, late uh, president of Zimbabwe, um, Robert Mugabe. And Malcolm just said, oh, yes, I've interviewed him. <laughs> and I, I said, how on earth did you get to interview him? And he came out with this long story about how the whole trip had been a disaster. And then all of a sudden, he was approached by somebody who said that Mugabe wanted to speak to him. So it was very, very funny. I also remember, actually, um, uh, this was one of the cast of Neighbours. I think it was Craig McLaughlin yeah. was on uh, the theatre tour in the UK and um, uh, performing in pantomime, which, as you know, is around about the Christmas season here in the UK. And Malcolm Stewart was sent out from the newsroom to go and interview him about why somebody, you know, such a good star in Australia was over in the UK. And Craig McLaughlin could not get over the fact that Malcolm Stewart was interviewing him. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. A couple of uh, many, many stories, Gavin, and we appreciate uh, you coming on at this hour for us and well to, to Valerie and his immediate family, his daughters that uh, I met years ago and, and Vale, Malcolm Stewart. And, and thanks for your time this morning, Gavin. No worries. And I will pass your messages and goodwill up. Good. Thank you so much. Gavin Gray over in uh, London. It was a lovely summation of his great life. Yeah. He got life right, didn't he, Malcolm? Yeah. He, um, he's singular and we'll probably never see another person like him, 50 years in the one role. Pretty, pretty good effort.